0: Welcome to the Karis Christian Center podcast. Amen? All right, one thing right quickly. Oh, lift up your right hand, put it on your head, make this confession. I believe, I believe. that the blessings of the Lord are upon my life today. The of the Lord I believe that prosperity is coming to me. I believe, that prosperity. I, believe I have divine health in my body. I believe I have peace in my heart. I believe I have favor with God in man. I believe I have the fire of the Holy Ghost in me. I believe that I have the victory over all the works of the devil. And I believe that I am more than a conqueror in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. If you don't remember that, on the table there's these little cards that's got this confession on it. So get it, confess it. I'll tell you this. I guarantee you, listen very carefully. I guarantee you, if you'll start making this confession every day, you will begin to see the blessings of God, have, of all of these things begin to take place in your life. I got this from Andrew. I read one of his books about three or four years ago, and he talked about people always believing God for miracles. He said, you know what? If you have the blessings of God come up on your life, you, you don't have to have Miracles; Those blessings bring about all of these things. And so, I mean, this is a very, very powerful uh, testimony. Here, give this to somebody. I don't know. Yeah. All right? If you want it, get it. All right, for the next hour and 35 minutes, <laughs> I want to share with you just a little bit. Is that all right? Is that all right, Lawson? This hour and 35, you you said just take your time. That's all right, that's what I'm going to do. This morning, I want to talk to you about three cans. Three cans. Think of a can, a garbage can, a Coke can, whatever. But three cans. Number one, in Psalms chapter 78 Moses is leading the people toward the promised land. They begin to get discouraged and they begin to confront Moses and they begin to say, can God... Supply water. Can God provide us food? Can God bring, bring us victory? This is in Psalm 78. They, they actually began to try to limit what God could do because they did not believe that God can. But I got news for you. God can deliver over a million people out of slavery. God can divide the Red Sea. Somebody said He didn't divide the Red Sea. It's only ankle deep water. Well, rats, that's a better miracle. You know, it's, it says that God could drowned all of Pharaoh's army in ankle deep water. That's a pretty good miracle in itself. But God can divide the Red Sea. God can work all kinds of miracles. Amen. He brought water out of a rock. He sent down men from heaven. He flooded the whole group of Israelites with quail. If you really read that, there every person gathered up bushels of quail to eat. Oh my God! I'm glad I wasn't there. I don't like quail. But God can. God can shut the mouth of hungry lions. He can cause the fire. in a furnace to not harm you if you get thrown into it. God can work all kinds of miracles, but you and I have to believe that God can. There is no limit to the things that God can do if you will believe. Man, at one time, his people were surrounded by an enemy, and God killed 185,000 of them one night. Don't, huh? One angel. Well, he was God's right hand. God, God used an angel. You know, I'm telling you, 185,000. And sometimes you think, well, what am I going to do? Things are so bad. How am I going to get deliverance of this? How am I going? Listen, you put your faith in God. He can. He can work a miracle for you. Amen. I've seen God work miracles for us many, many times. Miracles, because God can. Number two, Jesus can. You hear me? Jesus can. One day, Jesus comes back to where his disciples are, and they're having some kind of big meeting and everything, and Jesus said, well, what, what's going on? What, what are y'all talking about? This is in, in the book of Mark, and uh, it says, uh, a man came over to Jesus and said, well, listen, my son needs deliverance. He goes through all these kinds of things. He falls in in the water. He falls in the fire. And and just, you know, he just falls on the ground, rolls around everything. He needs deliverance. And I brought him to your disciples, but they couldn't do anything for him. And then the guy looked at Jesus and said, Can you do anything? Can you do anything? And Jesus said, what do you mean, can I do anything? He said, if you believe, all things are possible. And that's one of the things that you and I have to understand that God or that Jesus can do all things. You know, we read, you know, you read in Matthew chapter 8, a guy with leprosy came to, uh, came to Jesus you must understand, back then, anybody that had leprosy has to, had to stay away from everybody. Everybody. And you had, if you, anybody got close, you covered your mouth like this. You had to cover your body, and you began to scream out, unclean, unclean. And if they didn't, the people would take and kill them because they did not stay away from people. But this man believed that Jesus can heal him. And the Bible says he came and he fell down at the feet of Jesus. And he said, Jesus, you can make me clean or you can heal me if you want to. And Jesus spoke, said, you're clean. Amen. You know, the the one about the man's son. Jesus said, or the guy said, can you do anything? And, and Jesus said, if you can believe, all things are possible. And the father cried out. He said, I believe, but help my unbelief. And you know, and Jesus, re- or, or Jesus said, if you can believe, all things are possible. And Jesus delivered that boy that day. Jesus can still work miracles. You know, there's a story about a woman that had been sick for 12 years, gone to doctors, spent all of her money on doctors and medicine, and only got worse. And the Bible said she heard about Jesus. See, this is one of the great things about this church. It teaches you about Jesus. Do you understand that? teaches you the Word of God and about the life of Jesus and what Jesus can do. The Bible said she heard about Jesus. Well, wonder what she heard. Well, he's a fake. He's a liar. He can't do any of these things. I believe she probably heard words like that, but also I believe she heard, hey, he's the Son of God. He can heal you. He can work miracles. And the Bible tells us Jesus is walking down the road. He's surrounded by people, everybody pushing and shoving, trying to get in contact with Jesus. You know that there's people touching him, touching him like this. And all of a sudden, this woman that was sick for 12 years, some way, somehow, she made her way through the crowd and she touched his robe. And the Bible says immediately she could feel in her body that she was healed. Here's another thing about that. No matter how many people are around Jesus, no matter how many people are begging for different things, Jesus knows when somebody touches him by faith. Because Jesus stopped and said, somebody touch me. They said, what? Are you crazy? Somebody touched you? Everybody's trying to touch you. He said, but I felt the power of God flow out of me, healing power into the woman. He starts looking around, and she realized, hey, I guess I need to confess that that I did that. Here's the thing. Jesus can heal today. I've seen so many miracles of what Jesus has done. Amen? Amen. I remember when, I, when I, I'd been in the ministry for quite a few years, but I, I didn't know very little or I, didn't, I knew very little about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And an opportunity came up. My brother and John Osteen went to India and they did a crusade and they started a church. And they ended up, uh, left the church in the hands of a, of a missionary there. And came back home, and a couple of months later, my brother gets a, a message from this missionary saying, hey, I've got I've to leave. Could you send somebody over here that could continue ministering in this church for a while till I can come back? When that, when that happened, God spoke to me for me to go. And I thought, dear God, go to India? That's on the other side of the world. I haven't been out of, out of the state of Texas, much less on the other side of the world. But I tell you, God spoke to me about it. And then as I was talking, John Osteen said, well, look, you get a ticket for a round-the-world trip. You know, and you could stop anytime you want to, catch the next plane out that you want to catch. You know, it was like $1,400. Rats, you can't even fly from here to, to Brownsville, Texas for $1,400 hardly. And anyway, so Osteen said, look, stop off in the Philippines on the way over there and said, I've got some people, they'll have meetings for you. And I had never done anything like this. And I remember they took me out one, one afternoon to a little old a village, and they put two, uh, two tables together. I mean, my platform was about three feet by four feet. That was my platform, you know, to stand on. And so I get, they get up there, and they sing a few songs, and they say, okay, now go ahead and preach. About 100 people gathered. And... Uh, then, then they said, okay, now preach. So I got up and I preached about Jesus. You know, I, that's what they, I, I knew how to preach about Jesus. And uh, about 25 people got saved. Then they said, okay, now, uh, they told me, yeah, now you need to pray for people that are sick. I said, okay, now, never done this before. Now, anybody sick, come up here to the front. I'm going to lay hands on you and pray for you. First person up there was an old man walking on crutches. I didn't feel real good about that one. But anyway, I, I leaned over and I put my hands on that guy's head. And I, I said, God, in the name of Jesus, heal this man. And the guy looked up at me. I looked down at him. I said, you, you believe he healed you? He said, yeah, I do. Really? <laughs> you know, he said, yeah, I, I, I believe he did. I said, well, you think you can walk now without those crutches? Yeah, I, I think I can. And he handed me his crutches and he started to take a step and he had to grab a hold of the, of the table. He almost fell. I closed my eyes. I prayed. You know, you can pray a prayer so fast and get an answer so fast in less than a second. I closed my eyes. I said, oh God, don't let him fall because I don't know what these people here in this village, might think. they may think we're trying to do something stupid uh, for here. And uh, when when I said that, I heard Jesus say, you're not the healer. I am. You're not the healer. I am. When I opened my eyes, the guy didn't fall. He began to walk, and he's walking around. About 50 young kids, little kids are following him, and they're so happy and everything. Woman standing in front of me, she's crying. I said, what's what's wrong with you? Why are you crying? She said, everybody knows that man. He hasn't walked without crutches in over 40 years. I said, go get a picture of that guy. (laughs) They they had to run to catch him. (laughs) You know, I found that Jesus can. He can heal, yeah. Amen. I'll tell you another time. We were we were in India on another trip, and I'd preached that night, and we were ready to go. Uh, we had already prayed for people. We went to, to get in the car, and and uh, they uh, they one of the pastors came and said, "This guy wants you to pray for him." And I mean, he was wrapped in cloth, and all you could see was his face and his hands. And I said, "Okay, what's his problem?" They said, oh, "He's got uh, leprosy." Yeah, he's got leprosy? Yeah. He wants you to pray for him. Lay hands on him. (coughs) Okay. I'm serious. This is it. This right here. One finger. My wife of great faith laid hands on me. I... I I touched him on the forehead. I said, In the name of Jesus Christ, be made whole and healed. In Jesus' name. <clears throat> <laughs> the next night in the meeting, they, they said, Anybody here got a testimony? And there's a guy back there in the back. He starts running to the front He starts taking off his shirt. I thought, Oh God, in Mexico, it's like this. You need to put the cross for protection, you know. <laughs> You know, and, and uh, he starts running up to take taking his shirt off. and So they grabbed him, they took him over to the side, and they said, uh, they talked to him, and then he came and they said, you you got to let this guy testify. I said, okay, what is it? He gets up and he said, I came last night with the leprosy, and look at me now. I am totally healed, cleansed. Huh? Jesus can. He can. Amen? Get this one. In the book of uh, John, Jesus said, If you can believe, he said, The works that I do, you can do also. Point number three is, You can. I can. He said, the works that I do, you shall do also, and greater works than these shall you do, because I'm going to the Father. One of the things you and I must understand, that we can. The Bible says we can do all things. How many understand all? All things through Christ that strengthens us. The Bible says we are more than conquerors. In our church, we've got big letters at the back of the, uh, uh, of the platform that says, mas, uh, mas de, de we are more than conquerors. And we remind our people that we are more than conquerors. How is that possible? Jesus lives in me. The Holy Spirit is in me. The Holy Spirit is in you. And you must believe that all things are possible. You can do all things. All things are possible through Jesus Christ. Then Jesus said in uh, Mark chapter 16. He said, and these signs shall follow them that believe. In other words, Jesus said, these are things that you can do. Understand that? These are, if you believe, these are things that you can do. In my name, you can cast out devils. Yeah. Uh, people say, nah, I don't know about that. Well, I didn't either until I ran upon pur- somebody that was demon possessed. This was another thing that was in India. I was fixing to preach one night and all of a sudden a young girl sitting at the back fell out in the aisle. She's screaming and hollering, rolling around and some of the women, they trying to, ministered her and rebuking and binding and, and nothing happened. She just kept screaming and finally they picked her up and they, they brought her up to the front and passed me and took her into a house. And I could hear them screaming and rebuking and I could hear that girl screaming and hollering and, and uh, so they said, okay now go ahead and preach. I have no idea what I preached that night but it was a very short message. I preached and I, and I said that's, that's it. I said take me to the hotel. Oh, no, I'm telling you, you must go into that house there. You must pray for this woman for deliverance. See, I practice it. Next time I go to India, I can speak their language. (laughs) I said, no, I really, no. They said, you got to go. So, man, I, I mean, I, I just drugged myself in there. Went in. The room was full of people. This girl was the, laying there on the floor. One woman holding one leg, one other, other leg, one arm, one leg. One had a, had a hand here on the stubble. Another had a hold of her, her hair. Yeah, that's it. That's what she had. <laughs> and they said, okay, now go ahead. I went over and I knelt down. I grabbed her by the hands and she's pulling me like... And screaming and hollering. And I, I prayed the most powerful prayer I've ever prayed in my life. The most powerful prayer I've ever prayed in my life. You need to write this down. This is it. Help! I mean, that was it. Because I had already said, I rebuke you, I bind you, I do this, I do that. Nothing happened but that prayer. Help! God spoke to me. There's a lot of things I didn't know about the Bible. I didn't know a lot about deliverance. But one thing I knew for sure was the power of the blood of Jesus. And I'm kneeling there for her. She's pulling me this and that. And I said, I plead the blood of Jesus over this girl. When I said that she stopped moving, seriously, I thought she died. I got up, I looked at her and all of a sudden, she opens her eyes. She gets up, raises her hand. She said, I'm free. I'm free. Huh? How is that? It's the power and the anointing of God. I tell you, God wants to work miracles. This is one of the things that I really appreciate about this church is that it teaches you the word of God and it teaches you that about Jesus Christ as a son of God and it teaches you about the anointing of the Holy Spirit and how that you and I can live a life of victory. You understand what I'm telling you? My wife and I, we, don't, we very rarely travel in the United States. Uh, I don't get out only for good behavior. And those of you that know me, that I, that's the reason that we don't get out very often. But, uh, you know, the anointing of God's Holy Spirit. I have a, I have a missionary friend that he, he, comes, he comes into the States and travels about uh, uh, for a whole month, for about every three or four months. And he had come back and he said, you know what? He said, every church I went to, they never gave an invitation for salvation. They never prayed for healing for anybody and they never mentioned the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And that's one of the things that I appreciate. Lawson, you and Barbara, and, and Aaron, your wife, and, and your leadership here, you know, and even Javier over there, you, you know, even though you stole him from me, <laughs> I had thought about trying to steal Aaron from you, but, <laughs> but I figure it's kind of an impossible deal. But that's one of the things that's so precious about this church and ministry is that they always lift up and magnify the precious name of Jesus. Look, I'm going to bring this to an end, but this is what I want to do. I just want to ask, if you're here this morning and you've never asked Jesus Christ to come into your heart, to be your personal Savior, I'm not talking about church membership. I'm asking you if you've ever... If you ever want to receive Jesus into your heart, just raise your hand. I want to pray for you. Huh? Is there anyone here? Anyone here? So evidently you've done a very good job, (laughs) Lawson. I can't take time to lay my hands on on all of you. I'm a very strong believer in the laying on of hands. But let me tell you this. Put your hand on your head or on your heart. And I'm going to pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, you see each and every person that's here today. I ask, Father, for a fresh anointing of your Holy Spirit upon each and every one. Father, that when we are full of your Holy Spirit, we're going to be a witness to the world about Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, for each and every one. Thank you, Father, for the anointing. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Caris Christian Center podcast. If you would like to receive prayer, product, or more information about the ministry, go to www.karischristiancenter.com or call us at 719-418-4000.